At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is a numbers game here on VSIN Friday edition, closing out the week, brought to you by BetMGM. I am Matt Brown on the desk for Gil Alexander. The familiar beard is still behind the glass. Kelly Bidlin with me here. Kevin on the ones and twos behind the glass as well. And if you were watching the NBA last night, you noticed that there were only three games in action. However, a couple of different things became pretty apparent to me last night. And then one big scare. Of course, a little bit later, we will talk to Pete Futak about some NFL stuff. Mainly the draft to see if he has any guys. Okay, let's just go ahead. We are going to grill him as to why he has Will Levis going number one overall when he's the only person in America that has Will Levis going number one overall. That's what we're going to do with Pete. We'll have Dallin Cuff on a little bit later as well, and then Adam Burke will join us in studio. But, Kelly, we're sitting here watching last night. The Bucks 112-100 to over the Bulls. That's not the story in the game. The story in the game is if you weren't watching, you get a little notification coming through the Twitter machine. The Twitter machine says Giannis is leaving the court. Okay, well, whatever. We see guys leave the court all the time. Okay, then we get, oh, never mind. Giannis is leaving the court. Giannis will not return in this game, and he will not return in this game because of a wrist injury that he had while trying to block a shot. And I'm sitting here going, okay, this is obviously not good, mainly specifically because Kelly and I were sitting here telling everyone to bet him in the MVP market <laughs> right, yesterday yes. on the show, but like, you know, or this morning on the show it would have been. And so I was like, all right, well, let's let's dig into this a little bit more. I watched the replay. I see some stuff. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look bad either it's just kind of somewhere in between but 
That being said, you always start to take pause and look into these things and say like, okay, is this something that is now bettable? Look, at the end of the day, this is a betting show. It's a human aspect show as well. I hope Giannis is fine. But also, if this looks bad and there are still MVP markets up, we were advocating already to take Nikola Jokic yesterday. And then if that was the case with the Embiid stuff coming out, that maybe he was going to maybe miss some games in the second half of the season because he says he's not fully healthy. And now, if it looked like Giannis was going to be dead in the water as well, then, hey, look, I understand the odds aren't that attractive on Nikola Jokic, but I'll come in and I'll lay 170, I'll lay 160, 180, whatever it might be, if it looks like Giannis was going to miss some time. Fortunately, though, Mr. Bidlin, they did take some x-rays on Giannis's wrist. They came back negative. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, this is about the best time of year to get some sort of little minor injury because you got some days to have that get healthy. Yeah, these are, I don't want to say this is a reason, but this is around the All-Star break or heading into the All-Star break, I usually dial back the old uh, the old NBA betting mm-hmm. a bit because, not because of exactly of things like this, but this is an example of several things that can happen where it just, like, th- this might be completely precautionary, them taking him out of the game, and mm-hmm. if it was, you know, end of April, he could maybe be playing in that game, but okay, All-Star break's coming up, like you said, MRI comes back. Everything's negative. He's it's just a sprain. It sounds like, um, but you know, he comes out of the game, doesn't come back. If it's a different time of the season, he might have come back in that game. But we yeah. don't know. So we're going to go through this entire weekend and through next mm. until next Thursday, not really knowing the full health of Giannis Antetokounmpo, even though he is he is scheduled to play in a lot of these All Star festivities. So I guess that can give yeah. you a little bit. Yes, exactly. That's going to be the litmus test for me as to just how. I think it's minor regardless, but just how minor it is, whether he decides that he's going to do anything or whether he's just going to bow out. I imagine we probably start hearing that today. I think so. I think he's supposed to do stuff with his brothers tonight like whatever they got going today. Yeah, I imagine we start hearing that stuff today as to whether he's going to actually, actually participate in any of these things. What we did see, though, the odds did drift at least a little bit, and I think rightfully so, right? Like, people noticed you hear the comments from Embiid about him saying he's not healthy, then... Giannis gets a little bit injured as well. And so where we were looking at Jokic even three or four days ago as kind of minus 170, 180, 190, we've now moved on the other side of $2, not just on the other side of $2. DraftKings has minus 250. Jim has minus 250. Caesars is even sitting at minus 275 on Nikola Jokic. And this is a combination of everything that we were kind of talking about yesterday on the show, which is not only is he basically a walking triple-double, but he's a walking triple-double that also has the two closest guys behind him maybe dealing with some sort of injury situation. Now, the injury situation from Embiid is just coming from his mouth. Like, I mean, he's still been playing and whatnot, but he's the one telling us that he hasn't been healthy for the last three weeks. And then we see last night, actually with our own eyes, Giannis having to leave a game, not coming back in because of what we saw with the wrist situation. So, again, we will closely monitor this, Kelly, but the problem is, you just mentioned, like, we have several days off, so I don't know how much information we're really going to get in all this because Giannis can easily just say, like, as a precautionary reason, I'm not going to, right. you know, yeah. like, and so we don't really know anything from that. He's just going to say, like, hey, you know what? It's all star. I'd rather just take the time to rest. Yeah. I think if you're, if you're a Bucks backer, if you got Giannis tickets or something, obviously you'd rather see him p- participate yes. this weekend, but yes. I wouldn't freak out if he right. doesn't right. That, that, 
that's where that's all I would say. This I is would, the this is the one time where the it's precautionary it makes total sense, right? Like, yes. like you, there's yeah. nothing to read into then at that point because a lot of times we'd be trying to read into oh he says precautionary, but is it something bigger? Is it whatever? Like no, 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 this is actually the time where a precautionary, uh, you know, taking the the high road here of saying like you know I, I, no I'll just sit on the sideline I'll watch what's going on. I think that is actually the right thing to do no matter what actually if this unless yeah. this is like the most minor of minor things and it was really nothing at all. If this is even a 10% injury, he, he should sit. I would be keeping him home in Milwaukee. That is for yeah. sure. The, you know, these odds also, we'll circle back to this in a bit later, uh, Matt. But, the, you know, these odds also on the move yesterday because of Tim Pontemps released mm. his uh, kind of latest MVP straw poll and uh, Jokic dominant in that. So mm. it's one of those. We'll we'll talk about this later about yeah. whether, whether it's worth a bet on Jokic or not at these numbers. But like you said, we talked about this yesterday, and we're crossing guys off the list already. That list keeps getting shorter yeah. and shorter of guys we think can win this. Thing. It does. It becomes really, really at this point too. You're almost saying, and I'm not. It's not a done deal. But remember, this all star the all star breaks is further than halfway through the season. So we've played more than half of the games that we're going to play so far in the NBA, and so like. Look at Joe Jokic, and it's like, hell, it might take an injury for him not to take this thing home. Yeah. So we will keep an eye on all that. The other thing that happened last night in the NBA, the Clippers take down the Suns 116-107. to 107. And, and I said a couple of things became very apparent to me last night, Kelly. And one of those things was that, hey, listen, this Clippers team, I know we have still, on this network specifically, and certainly you and JVT talking about on Hardwood Handicappers and all that, I've been beating the drum for the Clippers and saying, hey, this team can go out and win a series or two or maybe be an actual championship contender Mm -hmm. whenever it all comes down to it. I know we haven't seen them play as a complete team a ton so far this year, but when they do, they're really dangerous. Again, they win 116-107 on the Suns last night. But the other thing that really became apparent to me last night is this Suns team desperately needs Kevin Durant and desperately needs Kevin Durant to come back and be a scorer for this team. And I understand Devin Booker on certain nights can look like the most elite scorer in the NBA. And then you get a night like last night, 6 of 16, 1 of 6 from 3, and you start to see he only comes through with 19 points. And then you also have the Chris Paul situation where he's just up there in age. He's going to flash some nights and some nights his body might just not be working right. He's not LeBron. No one's LeBron, actually. Like, no one is LeBron. Nobody, no yeah. one at that age can perform at the level that LeBron performs at night in, night out, over and over and over again. And you get a night like that from Chris Paul, I think. Two of eight from the floor. He only scores five points, right? He only contributes the three rebounds to go along with the assist that he did. I mean, he did get in the double digits and assists. But you look and you say, okay, you get a bad night from Booker. You get a bad night from Paul. Aiton is never going to be the guy that can step up and score you 30. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not, like, the type of guy he he really is in this offense. And so, man, this Suns team, I do think if Durant can come back healthy, can certainly – and it certainly deserves to be one of the teams that's looked at as one of the favorites. But they desperately need him because there are far too many nights like this in which – Paul's age, I think, catches up with him. Mm-hmm. Booker isn't quite on, and then they're just not going to win games. Yeah, I think that, I mean, look, at the end of the day, do they have one of the best duos in the NBA with a healthy Kevin Durant? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know if I'm going to say they're the best, but they're definitely one of the best, right, mm-hmm. um, with Booker and Durant. the My initial concerns over the, when the Durant trade occurred was, okay, you traded away a lot of your depth that this mm-hmm. team had, right? And that, that we knew that was going to happen. If a Durant right. trade happened anywhere – That's what was going to happen to that team. They were going to have to strip it down and send a lot of pieces back to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. Um, I think this Suns team can absolutely still win. 
but it's it's going to require because you know you can't get that help from the depth, Matt. Yeah. It is going to require more out of Chris Paul mm-hmm. and DeAndre Ayton, and those guys, as far as I'm concerned, the Suns are going to go as far as those guys can take them, and yeah. that's like you said, I you know you, you can't ask for 30 a night from Ayton. But can you ask for 22 and 10 consistently? You know, with maybe a little yeah. defense added in there? I don't think that's unfair to expect from a guy that was drafted as high as he was. I know. And it's just you look at a game like that last night, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the Clippers, like I said, you guys have been preaching it. JVT's been preaching it. Clippers are for real. Certainly when they have everybody out there, they got all their dudes. So, I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, my God, this is a horrible loss for the Suns team. Yeah. I'm just saying that you can kind of read the tea leaves here with them that – they need a dude like Durant who is that consistent scorer on a nightly basis every single time he steps on the court because Booker's very streaky. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul wakes up old some days. You know, like some days Chris Paul turns back the clock and you're like, wow, look at that. It looks like Chris Paul again. Yep. You know, but Chris Paul wakes up old some nights and it doesn't really work for him. And so you got to have that Durant come in there and be that dude. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to what the Suns team does look like when he's able to get out on the court and, and put in some significant minutes for them. Yeah, me too. I mean, look, it's still, I think it still speaks to just this, this Western conference is still so wide open. You, you could, yeah. I, you could make the case for so many teams, even with a healthy Durant. I, I think they are the team to, I think these two are probably the two teams to beat Clippers and Suns. Mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they got their issues. They got their, I mean, I think that the, you know, the question you could bring back with, with the Clippers are, Okay, I love their roster. They got two great superstars, but we we just haven't seen it, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. seen it. You can't tell me you know for sure this team is great, great has that level of greatness to win because we haven't seen it from them because these guys haven't been on the court regularly. Yeah, and I mean, I you you look at this too. Chris Paul has has injury history over the last you know eighteen months. Booker certainly has injury history over the last eighteen months, and so does Durant. So like we're we're just we, in our minds we dreamed up this super team, and it's like the greatest thing we've ever seen, and we're just imagining what's going to happen on the court. But the thing is, is there's a they are one play away from one of these guys grabbing a hamstring or an ankle or a knee or what a shoulder or whatever it is, and this team is absolutely nothing like we thought. Yep, that it could be a very big story coming out of the Genesis yesterday. We'll hit on that for a second, and also Derek Carr's next team when we come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. 
Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID and open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love MGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I'm Matt Brown. I'm not Gil Alexander. He is on vacation. A much-deserved rest and relaxation for him. Uh, Jeff Parles will be on the desk next week in here. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Kelly, I want to take one second here to kind of just, listen, it's, it's one of those things for me, very rarely am I the, you know, person XYZ passes away and it kind of like, you know, really affects me. I feel like we get these connections to to movie stars or to singers or something that we don't really have unless like, you know, you, the, it was the first album you ever bought mm. or the music really touched you or like, you know, it was your favorite movie of all time. But so Tim McCarver passes away and it is one of those things where I do look at it. And for me, there's a couple of different voices for football. You know, John Madden's voice, Al Michaels' voice are kind of like the voices of football for me. Like when I think about football, those are the dudes that I that I think about, yeah. you know. Well, when it comes to baseball, honestly, there's only one voice for me, and it's and it's Tim McCarver. And Tim McCarver was a guy I didn't I didn't know him as a player, a multi-time All-Star, you know, in Major League Baseball. So I, I was obviously before my time. I only knew him as a broadcaster. I only knew him as the guy who, by the way, called 24 World Series. Whoa, 24 different. World Series, he really and truly was the voice of baseball for me. My childhood growing up, like it is the it is the voice that I think of when I think of baseball. So it was one of those things yesterday when you hear of a guy passing away where it really actually did 
kind of hit and mean a little bit of something to me because I'm like, man, that that is that is a huge part of my childhood. I I was a massive baseball kid growing up. My dad was a, a baseball player and, and things like that. And so we we watched the World Series, right? I mean, like that was a thing we did as a family. That was on the television, and McCarver was kind of the voice of that, the voice of my era, voice of my childhood. And so it did kind of hit home. And again, just a a Hall of Fame, you know, Hall of Fame voice, Hall of Fame broadcaster, and you know, R.I.P. to him. Absolutely, one of the greats. Uh, one of these stories coming out uh, yesterday that we actually were dead wrong about. And guess what? We said we were going to be happy that we were wrong about is Tiger Woods over at the Genesis Invitational. Listen, I was watching. I watched every single – look, I watched every single swing. I watched every single hole. I watched every single mannerism. I was seeing, is he limping more? Is it something else? Is there what's going on? Where is he at mentally? All of this. And, man, when you are sitting there watching Tiger Woods repeatedly get 175-plus ball speed – get 300-plus yard drives on multiple occasions, out there playing with his buddies and Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas, watching them all smile and, and have a good time while all three of them played well throughout the course of the day as well. I, 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 Kelly, it was a absolute pleasure, an absolute joy, and I understand Tiger's not realistically going to compete in this tournament when it's all said and done. I don't know if four rounds of that is actually in him at this point, but what I can tell you is the atmosphere was electric. You could feel it through the television. You could see it with Rory and Justin, how much they wanted to play better, how much they were really into it, the crowds all around, seeing this this sea of people on a Thursday following around a singular group on the on the course. You just can't put into words yeah. what one guy means to a sport. And this is like more than – and people are going to say, what are you talking about? Dude? No, no, I'm talking about just one guy meaning something to a sport. More than Michael Jordan to basketball. More than, you know, whoever you would want to say for baseball. I don't even know at this point who you'd Change say for Change the game. Whatever. One guy for a sport, no, no one compares. Like, no one compares. Because even in tennis, it was, the, it was the big three for the longest. It wasn't just Federer. There was also Nadal. There was also Djokovic. Like, it, it's not even that. Maybe you could say Serena Williams for women's tennis. But even then, the following and the everything, like what Tiger did for a singular sport, it's it's unparalleled. And you see it even now with the guy going out there with a bionic leg and a broken back and whatever else he's got like going on. And he's blasting, you know, 300-yard drives left and right. I mean, the fact that he's even teeing it up is impressive to me. I, I mean, that's where, you know, that's kind of why we're, we bet against him, right? Yes. Like it's, it's impressive to me that he's even playing. Um, I didn't get to watch the end of his round, so I feel like with the parts that I watched, he looked okay to kind of middling, but he finishes what finishes 16, 17, 18, birdie, birdie, birdie. The only, yes. the first and only time he's ever done that in his career at Riviera. Um, so man, I, I like you said, this is we made some bets against him. I'll be happy to lose it if Tiger Woods is is in contention this weekend yeah. or or just playing this weekend. Um, it, like you said, he makes the sport better. It makes golf better. It makes more fun to watch. If anybody's looking to bet, um, I know I saw a price uh, on Twitter earlier today. I forget which book it was, but basically they make miss odds for cut have flipped. Mm-hmm. So he is about minus two fifty range to make yeah. the cut now. Uh, about plus one ninety, uh, one one sixty to one ninety. I think I saw him on to miss the cut. So to 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 read these off and and listen, this is not like good for Tiger. 
this is good for any professional golfer. And like to think that he's doing this again at 47 after not playing competitively in just a regular tournament in over 800 days, all the things that he's gone through. Hole number two, 174 mile an hour ball speed, 301 yards. Hole three, 183, 31 off the drive. Hole eight, 177, 322. Hole nine, 178, 323. Hole 10, 177, 338. Hole 12, 177, 285. Hole 13, 180, 282. Hole 15, 178, 330. Hole 17, 177, 322. And then Last hole today, hole 18, 177, 317 yards. Multiple, multiple 300-plus yard drives for Tiger Woods with ball speeds 175 mile an hour plus, which is, again, that is upper-level tour guy today, like by today's standards, and he's doing this at 47 again with a bionic leg and a broken back and everything else that's going on with him. It's just, it's absolutely phenomenal. And, um, you know, again, I hope he makes the cut. I hope I lose. I have him head to head. I have Luke Donald against, against him head to head. I hope I lose the bet at this point. Now I like, honest to God, oh, they're Luke Donald. They're tied. Like, so Luke Donald actually went two under yesterday as well. So they're, they're tied. <laughs> saw that yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're tied. So that bet is still live, but I honest to God, I, I honestly hope I lose that bet. The, uh, just, just looking at data golf right now. I didn't, mm. didn't check out some of this stuff after the round. I mean, he, you know, he played okay everywhere, but putted really well yesterday, you know, just kind of mm. looking at some of the stats. He was basically above field average in most of the other uh, stat categories. For anybody that is looking to get in on this now, round two has begun. Mm. Keith Mitchell birdied one. So he <laughs> is now your leader at eight under. Thank you, Keith Mitchell, for a first-round leader. Uh, dead-heated uh, cash yesterday, but we'll go. take it. Yeah, We'll take it. 70-1, to one, dead-heated, make it 35-1, to one, all good. Good start, free roll to the tournament for me. If you want to get in on this live, though, you're looking at Rom three to one, Homa plus four fifty, Rory plus six fifty, Morikawa nine to one, Mitchell is up to ten to one, Justin Thomas uh, is uh, eighteen to one, Cantlay twenty two, Xander Shoffley twenty eight, Scotty Scheffler twenty eight, Cameron Young thirty, everybody else beyond that is forty or more. Matt, I don't know if you had any thoughts heading into today. Usually, you and I typically wait till after round two. I want to say for for us to usually jump in live or something like that. At least I do. I don't think you're usually firing too yeah, often. Yeah, no. I, I think for me, it was more of a, I was looking for someone to fade, but I couldn't find a head-to-head against Tom Hoagie. Mm. So Tom Hoagie goes four under yesterday, but he loses on around the green. He loses on approach, but he was plus yeah. nearly four strokes putting, right? And, like, that's just that's just not Tom Hoagie, right? And, like, whatever. So I was looking to fade him. No, there was no head-to-heads against him. There might have been rest of country. There wasn't here. So, I don't. if your book has anybody that you feel is comparable to Tom Hoagie and you can get a good matchup against him, I think a round two matchup against him here. Because, again, it's just like he loses on the two things that we find most important – and then the thing that's the most fluky, he gains nearly four strokes putting. That typically is not going to continue. That's typically not going to play out. Yeah. But, you know, that's not to say it won't. He could. He could just be running ridiculously hot with the putter. But gaining four strokes is is just not really sustainable. Yeah, just looking at some of these others, uh, put, looking at some of those putting stats, too. I think if there's two other guys that I would point out kind of in the same uh, in, the, in the same way is is Doug Gim and Thomas Dietrich. Mm-hmm. I mean, two guys who I, I, I've bet, you know, multiple times yeah. over the past year or two. I like those guys. Uh, but, I mean, Dietrich, I mean, he gained over three strokes putting. <laughs> almost minus 3.7 strokes around the green. That's not going to get it done here, Matt. We know that. So, yeah, yeah I, I would look. I, that would be another guy I'd probably target against. Uh, look, Doug Gim gained on approach, but he's a great irons player. We know that. We know he can do that. 
But he was another guy that putted extremely well yesterday while the rest of the game was eh, all kind of okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are two other guys I'd probably add on this, in the same vein of what you're talking about with Hoagie. And, and oh, by the way, John Rahm, ho-hum, just goes out six under. Like it's like we said, like the guy had his B game last week and still finished in third. You and I both out. have Homa. How confident? What percent chance do you give Homa of getting home for us? Oh boy! <laughs> Listen, if it wasn't if it wasn't Rom and Colin Morikawa that was breathing down his neck, and Rory is not that far off either. It's like. 11 percent, 12 percent, yeah, one in ten, yeah, one one in ten maybe. Something like that. We are going to get to those Derek Carr next team odds when we come back. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports betting as much as you. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign up your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program. Send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus, the wager's settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, and those bonus bets do expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. All of them end with and not in Nevada. All the promotion, all the good promotions, always end with and not in Nevada, and not in Nevada. Not in Nevada. And although, I'm like, although, don't I know it? Don't I know the, it? Would you spy the uh, spot the other day? Was it stations with a bonus for us? Yeah, out yeah there? cool. So they, there were some shots fired by them as well. When we had a, a one of the prominent apps was down here for an extended period of time. You get a promotional email that says the most reliable sports book in in, in Nevada. It was like little little shots fired going on there. Oh, Say, man. come on back if you've been gone. We'll give you a bonus. It's a rare time we'll get a bonus when they're like, oh, we have an opportunity. Let's take advantage hey, of it. What did I text you? They might have gotten me. Uh, I, I haven't I had money in my station's account since COVID. <laughs> that was one of the COVID hit. Let me get all my money on all these accounts, and I haven't been back since, so I might be back. It was so It was so great. I mean, it's like I'm sitting here trying to go. I'm like, how, many, how much did I win or lose on the Super Bowl? This happened. <laughs> I can't figure out. And then, and then I get this promo email. It's like, hey. You having problems with another book in town? Here's one, and here's a $50 <laughs> Try bonus. Try this one out. Yeah, you want to do it. Uh, one thing that we, we we didn't mention when we were talking golf, and we're going to do no spoilers, whatever, but you and I both got through episode two of Full Swing, and uh, it's just the greatest program ever made. It really, you, you can say it, Kelly. It's the greatest program ever made. It's awesome. Wait, I got, hold on, real quick, I want to do live round two matchups in case anybody's okay. interested. Tiger Woods plus 150 against Justin Thomas minus 205. Uh, Rory Ooh. minus 155, JT plus 115. Rory minus 275, Tiger Woods plus 200. Mm. I mean, I'm assuming not taking Tiger at any of those. You lay at any of those prices? Yeah. I'd probably stay. I'd probably stay away from all of those. I'd probably stay away from all of them too. After what Just I saw yesterday, I, I guess you know. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what he's going to feel like when he woke up this morning after playing a yeah. full round for the first time in a long time. But yeah, yeah I, I'm. 
I, I guess I'm done betting against this the cyborg of a human that he is apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's done. easier to it's definitely easier to not bet against him and just root for him. There's no doubt about that. But yes, it is um, full 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 swing. I, I do. Full I, swing. I keep. Full it's swing. Good. Break point, and I keep wanting to go point break. So now full swing's got me screwed up, like fall swing or something like that. I don't know. Full swing though is great. It's full incredible. Swing. You want you want to hear? This is my favorite takeaway from it. Jeremy Wangle, one of our great directors here at Veasan, and big golf fan, mm. big golf better with us. He comes to me yesterday. He walks into work yesterday, and we're talking a bit about the show. And he's like, "Yeah, I watched." He's like, "I watched every episode." Every episode, he's already plowed through it. Yeah, he went all all, went through. I was like, "Whoa, really?" I was like, "Is that good?" He's like, "Man, it's okay." I'm like, "Wait, you stayed up and watched all eight episodes, and it's just okay?" (laughs) No, the first two episodes were fantastic. They're really good. They're really good. So, episode two, no spoilers, but it's kind of like the juxtaposition of Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler, and so like that's kind of the theme of episode number two. If you want to go in and take a look at that, because it's just you know one guy on the meteoric rise while another guy kind of starts to struggle. It's, it's a pretty cool. It was really well done. Yeah, it's a it really was, well done. I mean, this so I mean, far. So that, far. that part, I don't think is going to change at all, Matt. Like, it is a mm. really well done documentary. Yes. Now, does it. I don't want it to affect my betting. Like, I'm honest to God. I'm like, I mean, I'm, that's the only thing I'm scared about. Me I'm too. Like, I don't I'm, like, I'm like, do I like that guy now? Or do I hate that guy now? Or what? I'm just like, I don't want to bet on a guy because I saw him in a documentary that I like. It already personally did. I fired on a JT first round leader see, because of it see, a little bit. Yes. See, and here's the other did. thing. Here's the other thing about it. It's like, it's the, so the hard knocks effect, like you come out of hard knocks and you're like, I kind of like the Lions. Like, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> like I kind of like the Lions. Well, you're going to like, come, I'm going to come out of this and be like. I thought I hated Brooks Kepka and like whatever he's he's just a guy like you and me you know like whatever it's just it's it, well a guy like you and me in a twelve million dollar house like down in yeah Florida I feel and whatever too bad for him all He'll be things okay. like, oh yeah all the things like that all right so Derek Carr is gonna be playing somewhere else and so we're trying to figure out where Derek Carr might actually go and play football and so this is the Derek Carr next team odds that you can find over at DraftKings Saints are your favorite plus two fifty the Jets come in at four to one. Bucks are plus 450, Colts 5 to 1, Panthers 5 and a half to 1, Commanders 7 and a half to 1. Also the Titans come in 7 and a half to 1. Patriots 12 to 1, Packers 15 to 1 and then the Texans are 20 to 1. So we can scratch the Texans off they're drafting a quarterback, we know that. So don't waste your money on that one. We can pretty much uh, scratch the Colts off of there as well. I mean, if the owner coming out and talking about how he, you know, one of the things that he really liked in Shane Steichen was how he came in and and said how he can develop a young quarterback and all the things like that. I mean, like I, I the Colts basically tipped their hand. They're going to be drafting quarterback as yeah. well, so you can pretty much scratch them off the list as well. I think the Panthers also likely drafting a quarterback. I don't understand why you would be looking at trying to do a retread there with with the Panthers. Um, I, I think that that is a franchise that going to get a, you know, has a really good opportunity, good pick to to take one of those young quarterbacks. So you look at the top here. The Saints make the most sense in the world. The Saints don't have a high draft pick. They're not going to be able to draft a quarterback. The Saints have at least a decent roster that I think if you're Derek Carr, you could look at in a weak division, in a division that no team has a quarterback currently, and in a division that you could go in you would instantly get to work with a couple of veteran wide receivers and then also a young wide receiver that that just got drafted um, for them. So I think that you look at that situation and you say, you know, could I see myself throw into Olave and Michael Thomas, Jarvis, and Andrew? you know, could I do this in a division where like, hey, look, 
Probably not going to win a Super Bowl, but it'd be fun to get in the playoffs. So all you got to yeah. do is win the division. Like, this is a trash division. So, it makes all the sense. Playing in with the, a great running back. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it makes all the sense in the world from from that aspect. So, the plus 250 makes sense to me. I think that unless there is something – again, I don't know what the motivation is with these guys as far as winning. And a guy like Derek Carr, who's made a ton of money – does he still continue to want to make a ton of money? Because, again, like the Jets, I get it too. But then you're going back to AFC, and, and you already know what I you've know. got to get through to, to get have success in the AFC. Like I, To me, I don't get it. But, again, I am also not having a contract handed to me where there might be $8 million more million on it from another team than the other team. So, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's almost like I'm just kind of chuckling back here because we're talking the golf stuff. It's almost like the the live PGA situation, yeah. right? You want to go to the AFC? Maybe you can make more money on another team. Yeah. But I don't know if we're ever going to see you in the playoffs yeah. or on, a, on the big stage, right? So, I don't know. I think the Saints do make sense. I don't know if I'm running to bet this this one right now. I do want to hit mm-hmm. Rodgers here in a second. But the uh, – the the other, the one the one team I want to discuss is the Bucks. What what are the Bucks going to do this offseason? They so I think this has to be a complete teardown and if that's the case to me it doesn't make sense yeah. to to take Derek Carr. I mean if you look they have so many free agents they're going to be in cap trouble as well. They have oh, they're they're aging, you know, that's the other thing about this like it's an aging team. So I just don't see a ton of upside in getting Derek Carr unless they are kind of looking at it like we are where they look around and go well the Saints might be terrible and then right the Panthers and Falcons might also be terrible so can we win nine games and win you know whatever like is is there any way in the world we can win nine games and and possibly get back to the playoffs with the Derek Carr quarterback I think that's the only thing that would get him there I mean but that's I think that's I think that's a big thing still that's where Mm -hmm. I I don't know what the Bucs are going to do this offseason because what you're talking about I think if it was if you were almost in any other division I think it'd be, okay, tear it all down. We got to start this rebuild. It's going to take a little while, but we got to start it now. But the NFC South is so bad that, I don't know, you do go out and add a guy like Derek Carr. It might change. It might put you right in the driver's seat. I mean, listen, it's it's, it's, it's not my team, and I know they say they're going to go with Sam Howell, but the commanders seem interesting to me because you you put a competent quarterback in there with McLaurin and John Dotson and, and all the stuff. Like, like, you've got, like, you got some dudes yeah. that he could work with and throw to and whatever. You got a couple of running backs that catch the ball well out of the backfield. And they're not I, really gonna be rolling with Sam Howell, are they? I, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. That, like that's the plan, but you what did he what did they give the guy? A whole two starts last year? Like I, they, they clearly didn't convince them of much. He didn't convince them of no. much till late in the season. Well, and if we're gonna keep scratching names off, we can scratch the Packers. If they're moving on from from Aaron Rodgers, they're gonna go with Jordan Love, who they spent a first round pick on. Right. Like they're not going to like go and sign Derek Carr so we could scratch them off as well. We know the Texans are driving scratch those guys off. So I, I do think it's down to really only about four teams. On this list, I think that the Titans are certainly going to move on from Ryan Tannehill, but what does that really mean or look like? And again, going back to the AFC, do you really want to do that? But again, I'm I don't know what the kind of money Derek Carr is going to is actually going to demand, right? Like I don't know if he would really turn down a good situation for more money elsewhere, and I don't know what they're going to pay him. He's he's middling. He's middling. It's tough. It's tough. We'll, we'll talk more about because I want to hit the Rodgers one quick later in the show, too. Yeah, we will do that. But when we come back, we're going to talk to our friend and yours, Pete Futak, on his NFL mock draft.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. MGM customers, if you've got a friend who loves sports betting as much as you, you both can make a $50 bonus in the Refer a Friend program. Just log on to your MGM account, click on Refer a Friend, and send them a message inviting them to register for an account in the same state that you bet using MG, bet MGM. Once your friend signs up, makes a deposit, they'll get a $50 bonus, and then when they bet and clear that bet, you will also get a $50 bonus. Share in the excitement over at BetMGM with this Refer a Friend program. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older. The promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as withdrawable bonus bets, and those bonus bets expire in 30 days. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Hopefully we will get Pete Futak here in just a bit, but until then, Kelly, we noticed as, as we were 
wanting to get him on to talk about explain yourself, you know, do some explaining. And then we realize that he he's changed up his whole his his mock draft in the last like twenty four hours, so we can't we can't do anything. We, yeah, we can't past couple go. days. We, but yeah. you know what? We should still get his thoughts on if Billy Levi stays a chance or not. Yeah, I mean, no, for sure. I mean, this is one of those things where I, I am I am okay saying, you know what, Pete, you changed your mind. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with it. Like it is what it is. That's that's why that's that's, that's what separates us yeah. from animals. Like we can make these rational decisions, right? I mean, we can go in and we can change our minds. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. So can, can no a- other animals change their minds? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> not on, not on their mock draft picks. Like, it's certainly not on their mock draft picks. I, like, I don't. I hear my, dolphins are smart. If they start like, swimming one way, can they not be like, wait, I'm going the wrong way? Listen, my dog, like, you know, my, my dog might look at me like, oh, this is too far to jump off of there or something go. or right, whatever. Yeah. And, he cha- and he changes his mind, but he doesn't change his mock draft picks. Like he, like he, he sticks to them. <laughs> he doesn't have that rational mind thought to be able to go in and, and, and make the changes. So uh, that is what separates us, at least from my dog, anyway. Um, so look, Aaron Rodgers, we do have Aaron Rodgers next team as well that we're looking at. Aaron Rodgers is the favorite to land in Las Vegas, minus 250 in this via, uh, via DraftKings. Jets plus 250, Packers plus 300. Then it gets really long after that. Commanders, Bucks, Colts all 18 to 1, Titans 20, 49ers 22, Patriots 22, and then Panthers are 25. It makes the most sense in the world. It's going to be the Raiders or the Jets. That's going to be it, Kelly. I mean, like, it, there's there's no real handicap here. And, I mean, you could bet him to stay with the Packers. But, again, everyone we keep talking to says he probably wants out of there. They don't really want him anymore either. And it's, like, seems like it's going to be Raiders or Jets. Okay, so that's everything you're hearing. You're right. You yeah. are right. Even from seemingly Packers people, right? Yes. It's that this team's kind of ready to, to rebuild. They're kind of ready to move on. But I don't think they still got to. They still got to trade the guy, right? Like it's yeah. three to one on a on a guy who's on a team that they have to trade somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm just. I'm just saying, Matt. If 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 you forced, I wouldn't bet this market right now. But if you forced me to, it would absolutely be the Packers still. Wow, really? I've heard that the asking price is like not going to be that expensive for him. At least that's what the NFL insiders are saying. But that, and that's why I wouldn't bet this right now because I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. But it, yeah. and again, everything we've heard seemingly is the Packers are ready to move on. But yeah. they were like, hey, give us a two and like you can have take that salary, you know, whatever. And that's like, give us a two. Do you really think that's what it's going to end up being? And, and we'll, we'll, well, it's a rent a quarterback, right? I mean, yeah. like, that's the thing. It's like his worth. The salary is so is so big, and then you also like might get one year out of him. So you know, it just it just kind of is. The other thing is, that, is, does this become like a Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson thing, where the the Watson contract screws up what Lamar Jackson is trying to do? So is Tom Brady playing to the age that he played to, going to you know inspire Aaron Rodgers in his camp of a hey, you know no this is we need more whatever further down the line. I don't, I don't know. All that. All that's possible. We'll, we'll, we'll ask our, our guest here what he thinks about all of this whenever, you know, the guy gets out of oh, the— Oh, we got Pete ready. He's yeah, ready the, that's go. what I'm saying. Whenever the guy gets out of the, the, the dark closet for four days or whatever it is and all the things like that. He is the owner, proprietor, and basically the head honcho over at collegefootballnews.com. He is your friend and mine. Pete Futak, how you doing, buddy? Uh, now that I figured out how the Skype thing is that the kids are all using yes. nowadays— 
fact we work in, it helps if you sign in. Yeah, uh, yeah. That tends to be a, a, a positive. But did I mean, you first right, go to your you Instagram? Did you first, is that what did you open your Instagram first? And then you're like, oh, that's not how I can connect to them. And then your TikToks. You don't even start. I, I'm an Apple guy living in a Microsoft world. With a lot of that <laughs> stuff. So I'm, I, I will figure it out at some point, but at least we're able to connect. How Absolutely. you been? I've, I've been doing good, man. It's been a hot minute. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sure you probably have the same opinion as us that, when Aaron Rodgers gets out of the 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 room, the dark room that he's going to be in for four days, he's going to come out and go, you know what, $60 million actually sounds pretty great. You know what, I think I am just going to go back and earn $60 million. Well, the thing about it is, is these quarterbacks, once you're done, you're done. I mean, like, it's it, 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 Tom Brady's not, I still don't think he's done. I mean, like, if you can still play, why not? Like, what else are you going to do? Like, yeah. it, this is what you do. And once you're, once it's over, that's it. And if you can still do it at a reasonably high level, it's not like, you know, the end of Peyton Manning's career, you knew, okay, he got, he kept it, he kept it going. And then that was it. Brady still looked fine. He still looked like he could play, even though he lost his fastball a little bit. And Rogers can absolutely still play. So uh, this is where it's going to be interesting because to professional segue here, you look at the mock drafts coming up. Well, the Raiders are going to be sitting right there with the possibility of taking a quarterback but who? But Las Vegas is one of those destinations, kind of like Tampa Bay is, where old quarterbacks would love to go. And if you're Rodgers with Devontae, doesn't that seem like the natural fit, just uh, as opposed to just him just going anywhere just for a year? I'm glad that you segued into your mock draft here. And I'm listen. I have respect for a guy who doesn't do the mock trade in their mock draft. I, although I I am giving people passes this year because. It seems like Chicago should trade out of that number one pick, so I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt whenever they do that. However, you didn't. You stood strong here with Chicago at one where you had them taking Jalen Carter. In your opinion, is he the best player in the draft overall, or do you think this is just one of those, okay, I'm filling a need here for Chicago? I'm a... I have a thing for defensive tackles mm-hmm. that can you can build around. And, you know, you're right. See, to me, I know it sounds ultra pretentious and highbrow and all that kind of stuff, but I, I'm going to ignore anybody who does a mock draft with trades. You can't do it because you can't make it happen because it's kind of like Sudoku. If you, if you get one <laughs> number wrong, it screws everything else up. And once you start thinking, oh, well, of course, Seattle's going to parlay its two picks to move up to the one, well, you can't. You just unless there's something credible, you can't do it. So until you have to, you got to play it straight. Uh, but no, I mean this is the quarterback draft, and obviously the Bears are you know are not going to take a quarterback. I live in Chicago. You can do all the philosophical discussions you want over whether or not Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud's actually a better pro prospect than uh, uh, Justin Fields. But at the moment, no, they they need defensive help, so they can trade down. They're going to get a king's ransom for it, whether it's to Houston, whether it's to Indianapolis, or whether it's to anyone who wants to move up. But the problem is we got to go through the process. We don't know who everyone's going to fall in love with. Bryce Young's the best quarterback in this draft, but he's also three foot five. Mm-hmm. You know, it's he just doesn't have the size. He's got the smarts, the intellect, the, the ability, the arm strength, everything else, but he's just really small. Will Levis has the size and everything else, but he got beaten up last year by Kentucky. He's going to look great in the workouts. He might be the one everyone wants. And C.J. Stroud kind of falls somewhere in the middle of all that. And then the big wild card's Anthony Richardson. So we need to see who falls in love with someone enough to want to move up to the one with Chicago. So for the moment, 
assume Chicago gets Jalen Carter, whether it's at the one or the three or somewhere else like that, because he might fall a little bit because those quarterbacks are going to go way high. So Pete, I'm, I'm of the mindset in, I think I, you have it in your mock draft. So, like, we're going to have four first-run quarterbacks go. Like, no one's yeah. going to – a team is not going to pass on Anthony Richardson on the on the prayer and hope that he his upside is Josh Allen, right? I mean, like that so – he's, he's Josh – that's the exact dead right comp. Yeah. He's Josh Allen, except, you know, with even, you know, potential big you – know, that's, that's big an upside, even a bigger arm. Is there a fifth quarterback you think that could sneak into the first round? Tanner McKee is, is kind of one of those guys. I am a thing for Stanford quarterbacks. I still am a believer that Davis Mills can be a good quarterback. He had no help around him at Houston. I mean, no wide receivers whatsoever. Uh, Tanner McKee looks the part, but his health is an issue. So I don't think he's going to sneak into that first round though. So if they, if they post this thing, cause Kelly and I've been talking about this. If they post it at four quarterbacks, I mean, you have to take the over because four are definitely going to go. Four and if a they half, post it yeah, at four and a half, you probably have to take the under because I'm kind of with you. I don't, I just don't know if someone's going to be desperate enough. I mean, maybe the Saints are sitting there with that 30th pick and maybe they decide they want to roll the dice and get a fifth year option. So you're, so you're still, so you're still mocking my, that I'm still going with the idea that Jacob Eason is going to fall into the late first <laughs> round or, uh, you know, I, I, every year I've got one of those guys that like, well, they're, of course they're going to see this and someone at the 29 is going to no, it's at this point, you can just take them out. So no, it's going to be four. Pete, thanks for taking some time this morning. You can see his full mock draft over at collegefootballnews.com and follow him on the Twitter machine at Pete Futak. Appreciate it, buddy. Better have a good one. See, the problem was, Kelly, he, he, he had logged into his MySpace and was trying to, like, connect with us through, to his MySpace. And it's like, that's not how you yeah. can get on the show. You can't, it's not the MySpace anymore, and you can't do it through Facebook or any of that stuff. You actually got to get Skype, download that, and get going here. When we come back, talk to Dallin Cuff. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.